And now on the Dr. Zeus podcast, we're promoting the new energy drink. Well, it's not that new. Pussy, the energy drink. Pussy is carbonated energy drink produced by Pussy Drinks in England. That's right. The Pussy Drink was banned in the UK by Advertising Standards Authority for being sexually explicit. But in the United States, it's a, well, it's an energy drink dream. People have been drinking pussy for years. And I, too, am going to partake in the Dr. Zeus podcast pussy drink. Pussy, the energy drink, ooh. It's so delicious, it's known as the Streisand Effect. Drink me. It's better than Red Bull. You want Red Bull? Why don't you go and drink that pussy in a can? Pussy, the energy drink. What will the neighbors think when you're drinking pussy out of a can? Do you know what I love about Wednesday? Humping, especially on the Dr. Zeus podcast. But let's discuss this. So, you know what I'm noticing is that so many of you are, you know, you're still, oh, my ex, my this, my that. And you keep talking about it. And it's like, then you truly haven't moved on, have you? And I'm thinking, that makes someone like me not want to get married. Is that the drama, and some people like the drama. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe they thrive off it, you know? But we're not going to dive into that because I'm not Dr. Phil. Fuck him. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast Wednesday night. It's almost Thursday and then Friday, maybe some Mexican food, okay? Um, I love this diffuser, by the way. And I want to give them a shout out. It is by Anju. And it's big. It's not too loud. I put my essential oils in. Sometimes I go to sleep like a baby. Sometimes I'm horny. It it happens, you know. It's like, ooh, that frankincense is really getting me twisted, you know. Mm. The news is just, I don't even know anymore. You know, it's hard to believe it's been 18 years since 9-11. And it does truly seem like yesterday. You think time really hasn't... For some, they think, oh, well, it does feel... Well, it doesn't. It feels like it was yesterday. Because it's so ingrained in our minds. Where were we all... Where we all were at during that time, you know? I remember I was in bed. I like to be in bed. To sleep. Get your minds out of the gutter. And I was in college. And I wake up and I hear my father and he's screaming at the TV. And I'm like, oh, God. And he just gotten home from work. He told us he heard all about it on the radio. Because, you know, in California, we get things later. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing on TV. And then the next, and then they both collapsed. And it was... It was on all the TVs. It was in the newspaper. The newspaper actually ran a special edition. I'll never forget that. I wish I had a copy of it. You know, 
it was disturbing. And here we are. And I pray for all of those people every day. Right now. 9-11 is also an interesting day because it is my cousin's birthday. And last year on the Dr. Zeus podcast, Incorporated, I hope, I rapped for him. I did Biggie Smalls. He loves the Notorious B.I.G. You know, uh, if we could go back in time and meet Biggie, that would be a trip. He would just, oh my God, it's Biggie. You know, he'd be probably rapping back to him, you know, like, I know all your rhymes. Um, So I want to give a a shout out to my cousin, my road dog, because we would drive everywhere. We'd go to Los Angeles. We'd go San Francisco, go to the movies, hang out. Um, You know, uh, seen some pretty crazy shit. I remember we went to, I think, Berkeley one time and people were having a political demonstration or something. I don't remember. But it was always fun times, you know. Um, we both knew if we didn't have much, it was time for the dollar taco meal at a Jack in a Box. Uh, I'm so privileged that I got to see the two Kill Bills with him. They were both film, film addicts, so it was like, oh my God. But I remember, so about 11 years ago, this new movie came out. That I really wanted to see. And he's like, oh, I want to see that too. I said, okay. And it was called There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. This is the movie that Daniel Day-Lewis won his one of three Oscars for. He has three of them. No other actor has ever won all three lead. Jack has three, but he has two lead and one supporting. Daniel Day-Lewis has won for My Left Foot, which is one of my favorites. There Will Be Blood and Lincoln. So my cousin and I, we go and see There Will Be Blood. We loved it. I mean, we both knew about that kind of stuff. You know, it was hilarious. It was crazy. I'll drink your milkshake. I mean, he remembers that shit. Um, it made me want to almost go into cinematography because I thought, whoa, this is this is wild because you know you got this backdrop of california and then you've got these misers for the the oil which is their gold and then you have how it's filmed i mean it was just filmed so beautifully but it's dramatic and it's crazy and you know a lot of stuff goes down so we see it we loved it we're talking about it i remember i had the first iphone i remember i wrote a report about it on there so a couple weeks later, or maybe a month later, my brother wants to go see it with his friend. I guess the title made them think it was maybe a boxing movie. There will be blood. We see it. They both fell asleep. I am sitting there, like, hysterically, just like, oh, my God, rubbing my hands together, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I knew. I knew. I'm not going to tell them, you know, hey, great, I get to go see the movie again just fantastic i loved it that much and so they both wake up they're both pissed i can't believe you took us to see that damn movie hey you wanted to go yeah but it's nominated for all those awards it doesn't deserve that shit and i say actually it does well you know you always do like those crappy movies okay 
This is coming from someone who probably worships all the Fast and Furious movies. And I could give a flying rat's ass about those movies. Oh my god, you suck. Yeah. Once again. (laughs) But you know. Hey. Movie is a movie. And I was so happy when he won for that Wooby Blood. I loved No Country for Old Men too. Oh my god. God, at first I thought there will be blood one. And then I remember I watched No Country for Old Men. I went, oh, my God. That was crazy. To see Barbara Streisand, stepson, play that kind of character before Thanos. Oh, so there's this really funny meme going around. You know, I'm a big Tool fan. I've talked about it to nauseam. And there's a really funny meme that someone created of Maynard from Tool as Thanos and he's got the gauntlet. And Taylor Swift is just like evaporating. <laughs> it's hilarious. Here's the thing. I like Taylor Swift. I like Tool. I'm not a Swifty. I don't follow everything she does. I think, oh, okay, you know, she's, she's a talented person. I'll give her that. I like that. But I don't follow all of her moves. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed. No. I have a life. It's called Tool. Um, but the Swifties are just kind of like... <laughs> they're funny. Because it's like they can't... You know, it's like they're they're scared even though Lube is involved. It, it's like their first time, you know. They don't want to take it in the butt. But they're still scared. And... They don't want that lube. And Tool's like, oh, no, we got that lube. And they spit on their hands and, you know, stick it in. Stick it in! You know, or as someone very amazingly, shit happens when they party naked, would say, the balls touched. And the balls did touch in that instance. The Swifties and the Tool fans, their ball, their nutsacks touched. You know, now it's getting kind of awkward. And, I, and I'd like to think that the Swifties who are, like, in their 20s are, like... Because, you know, a lot of them are in their 20s. Come on. They can't afford that shit without a job. Um, all that stuff she's releasing. She's releasing Kitty Cat. She's releasing um, drapes. She's releasing uh, Taylor Swift hamburgers, you know? Tool's like, Psh, we got Fear Inoculum box set. We're good. But, um... You know, the Swifties are just kind of like, I like to think that they're listening to Tool. I like to think that this has influenced them. Kind of like that interview that Kurt Cobain gave when he talked about this chick that they knew who loved New Kids on the Block, had dolls, everything. And then she heard their album, Nevermind, and she tore down all the posters and she burnt her New Kids on the Block dolls. So, you know, uh, uh, oh, Oh, God. You got to love Taylor Swift, though, in a way, because, you know, I think she's amused by it. She's probably listening to Tool right now, you know? And Tool's probably like, hey, as long as it's not Justin Bieber, <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. It's it's too much. It's hilarious. You know, this meme, this is what it says. I don't want to go, Mr. Keenan. I don't want to go. <laughs> She's evaporating, you know. Um, 
The Dr. Seuss Podcast is brought to you by essential oils and um, diffusers. I had a little one, but the big one, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you buy the big one. You know what I'm talking about? The big, big one. Because the little one just didn't do it. The batteries, yeah, they're good. But it just doesn't hit that G spot. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know I'm going there with that. I want to give you all unpleasant dreams. Let's pray for impeachment because it's coming, baby. And yeah, Tool wins. Good evening. I figured, you know, I have things on the top of my head for the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's Wednesday. Or is it Thursday? I wish it was. You know, I'm pretty weird. I like weird music. I like weird movies. And I love old movies. People think it's strange. They're like, but that's not your generation. Okay. Well, I am an old soul. And then they're like, but, but the Bible says. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what it says. I don't read it. I remember I, I had to take a college course and it was about study of Western religions and I bought it and I had a youth Bible, which I thought was funny, you know, because they would ask me, oh, do you ever read it? And I said, no, I just bring it to school with me. You know, it was an interesting time. So here we are. You know, I was thinking of the old movies in the Dr. Zeus podcast and how sometimes I concur and sometimes it's like, no. But there are moments where it needs to be said. You know, I'm probably the only person who will watch old movies and think, what kind of threesome did that turn into? You know, I mean, you have Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum messed around, okay? People are like, ooh, but he was married to his wife for 200 years. And well, yeah, when he was home, but you know. I mean, you look at some of the women he hung out with, Jane Russell and maybe Marilyn Monroe. And I'm trying to, like, picture what kind of threesome that was, you know. Did Robert have to, like, just have them service him? You know, I know, you're thinking, you sick. Well, no, it's, you know, it's a... Or even, um, I was watching this one movie with Yul Brenner, this Russian movie. And the chicken there kind of looked like Jessica Lange when she was in that movie Blue Sky. It wasn't Jessica Lange because it was 1959 and she was just a toddler or something. But this chick in this movie, I think it was called The Brothers something. It was an interesting movie. And it had a very um, young, um, what's his name? Yeah, very young William Shatner. And um, I'm not a Trekkie. Uh, I'm a Doctor Who fan. But, um, and he's in it. I think he has hair. I don't know if he had the toupee yet. And, and then Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner is just, oh, Lord. When someone told me that someone in my family, okay, my grandmother, she had a huge crush on Yul Brenner. I thought, well, Grandma, you had good taste. <laughs> <laughs> Even Yul Brenner, I'm trying to think, okay, what kind of orgies was he into? Did he get a little tongue up his ass? You know, I mean, because, you know, everyone is a little 
curious. Even some of the Republicans out there, you know, come on. You know, I look at someone like um, Paul Ryan. Ugh. But, you know, you can tell he's he's gotten blown by a guy before. You know, I know you're, the Dr. Zeus podcast cast is like, what is bringing this up? Here's the thing. It's almost the weekend. You know, I, I miss my times being a... a you know, a flirty guy, you know, I, I used to have my fun. Oh my God. That was so much fun. And I wouldn't really talk about it except with certain people. It's not like I come home. Oh my God. I just got bent over. No, I would usually call a friend of mine on my way home and he would say, Oh, someone's going home. Sometimes it was at three in the morning. Because, and I'll talk about this, this is the Dr. Zeus podcast, we're all friends here, no judgments, I used to, so I would get off work, this would occur almost frequently, there were times I went over there for weeks, so I was very fulfilled in some aspect, um, so I'd get off work around maybe 10, is it 10 or 9, probably 10, and I would go to said person's house, which was not very far from work. I'd get to the door, and then we'd get inside, and it would start. They'd already want me right there. And I'm like, no, I got to go take a shower. You know, I like to impress my audience. You know, I, when I am performing in that way, it has to be spick and span. I've been working all day. I'm sweaty. This is 2011. And I'd go over there, take a shower. Sometimes it was uh, that sh- the whole preparation took probably about an hour. So I'm always thinking, I hope they don't go to sleep. Um, they'd be watching like Chelsea lately. So then I'd get you know into bed and we'd hang out and all that. If you call it hanging out, and then you know we'd have our fun. And I don't name names because you know like remember in Last Tango in Paris. Or more like Last Tango on Marlon Brando's ass. He didn't believe in names. I don't believe in names either. Although I know the person's name. I'm just not going to say it. Uh, but they didn't cut their nails and stick their hand at my butt like Marlon Brando. That's just disturbing. You know. It, that's a, It's a weird movie. It's, it is not a crowd pleaser. But you know what I was doing was a crowd pleaser. And I, I enjoyed it very thoroughly. And... And then my, you know, I'd always, you, you know, you plan in your head things and they never take off. And I remember I was thinking, I'd lie there and think, okay, I'm going to go home at 1230. And then I'd end up dozing off because, you know, it just takes a lot out of you. And it'd be like two or three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, hmm, I got to go home. And I always felt bad, you know, they're like, oh, come on, don't go. It's like, well, I either have a package coming, which was usually true, or I just want to go sleep in my own bed, you know. I mean, after having wheat and tupesh, you know, for that many hours, this would happen every night. I remember after I would work hard and then I would play hard. And it really, people I don't realize, think realize that when you have sex like that, it does burn calories. It really, truly does. I was very, very fit. I was working out and I was having a lot of sex. Uh, 
and I miss it. I miss it so. So it's like time to get back on the wagon, you know, without Carmen San Diego. Um or the door or little house on the scary, you know. Um I have to give a shout out to my friend whom I want on this show so badly. And not well Oh my god, that could be taken so many ways as he would say, with his very deep mm, voice. I mean his voice is one of those voices it's it's very nice to hear. And the way he talks and, and laughs and all that stuff, you know, um, he's got a gift right there. I always told him because he would say, you know, he took radio class and it's like, dude, then do radio. It's in his genes, um, not just the Levi's. Um, you know, he's a very talented man. That's why I want him on this show. He inspired me. He thinks I'm the funniest thing since... Um, Shaka Khan but you know um, and I can be funny sometimes I would just say whatever to him and he thought it was hilarious you know I'm thinking okay and um, and you know I don't have a radio voice like he does oh my god I am anticipating the moment he's going to say yes I want to be on the show because you all are going to have eargasms. I mean, you're just going to have it, you know, whether you like it or not. I mean, there would be times he would call me and we, you know, have our conversations. And, I mean, he'd be tired and you could hear his accent coming out. And it was funny. And he didn't like that. And I was like, it sounds fine to me. You know what I mean? But he has a very familiar voice. He's been he's been on this earth before, and that's what I'm meaning. A familiar voice. You know, who knows what he was in a past life. But in this moment, you know, I hope he's listening. I hope his ears are turning red. You know, um, he knows uh, he's listening. You know, if his ears are turning red, hey, I've done my job, okay? You know, and um, I have to give a shout out to him because he told me about the Pluto app such a great app I you know you can't be putting the poop ploop I almost said something else the Pluto app on your Apple TV which I'm very thankful to have I bought it when I got my first raise um most people buy a car but I buy Apple TV because it wasn't a very big raise but anyway um and so I'm watching Dracula and I thought nothing beats Gary Oldman biting into Winona Ryder's neck and then she's I mean she's pretending to drink his blood but we all know it's grape ju- you know um Welcher's grape juice and she's just getting all horny and that blood is just driving her nuts and then she tries to seduce Anthony Hopkins, you know. I guess she didn't see the director's cut of Silence of the Lambs. And um, these these vampire chicks are trying to get her to seduce him. So then he goes and cuts all their heads off. He's got blood all over him. And it's like, oh, is this like a prequel to Man, Manhunt, Maneater? You know, but it was it was great. I, I watched it because, you know, Dracula's so sexual, you know. Francis Ford Coppola, what were you thinking, huh? And then I watched the Doctor Who. They have, a, like, a classic Doctor Who, and I love Doctor Who. And I watched that. 
the Tom Baker ones, which I've seen bits of them. You know, I wasn't born in the 70s, but anyway. The Dr. Zeus podcast is here for your entertainment. You know what I mean? I just say things. I don't have a script, you know. So when my friend comes on here, we're not going to have a script. I'm just going to tell him, just talk about whatever you want to talk about, you know. I'm not going to ask him tough questions because I understand what's going on. I don't know how I could put that. I understand life at the moment, shall we say. You know, I'm very sensitive to that and akin to that, you know. And um, he has so many stories to tell. And, you know, and he's and he's easy on the eyes. But, you know, he's, I mean, as Cher put it, and, you know, tea with Mussolini to that one Italian guy. Beauty and branch. So that's, you know, with him. I mean... You can't put one over on him. <laughs> you just can't. And then he and then he talks to me in that voice, and it's like, uh, oh, someone got in twaple. Yeah, huh. the Doctor Seuss podcast. Yeah, it's great. You know, I'm not going to be as naughty as I used to be on this show. I mean, you know, that's off camera. That's off the record. There are certain things I don't talk about, you know, certain situations. They're a lot graphic. You know, I did talk a little bit about my fling earlier in this podcast and how much I enjoyed it. You know, at first I was kind of like, eh, one time is enough. And then my friend, whom always encouraged me, said, go back, do it again. Because he wanted to hear about it, that's why. So... You know, um, yeah, but thanks to him, you know, and that nudge, oh God, I had fun all the time, you know what I mean? Um, he's, he's privy to it, you know, there are certain things you tell people, um, because they're in it with you, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I, I had my fun. He, let's just say he had an earful. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 14 inches, huh? No, I'm just saying. 14 minutes. Um, next month I'm going to go see Iron Maiden. I'm already planning for it. I thought about taking the day off after because, you know, I'm not going to get home till like maybe one. But I figured, you know, I'm just going to go in. Um, it's rock and roll and I love Iron Maiden you know and I would love to see Tool again oh my god that album I'm like waiting for it it's like come on come on come on come on but you know it's been pre-ordered so I'm getting excited but not where you think because I know you all have dirty minds just like Prince I was listening to his Come album. <laughs> you know I was going to go there. That is such an interesting album. An 11-minute opening. Thank you, Prince. Mm. Yeah, Billy... What is it? You got that song, Billy Jack, bitch. <laughs> you know, TLC wishes they wrote that. Um, 
it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. Um, I want to give a cup of shut the bleep up to um, BS. I don't like BS. Unpleasant dreams.